Hello, bonjour. I'm Mariette Muller, President and CEO of the World Trade Center Winnipeg, and I'm joined here today by Chuck Davidson, President and CEO of the Manitoba Chambers of Commerce. Welcome, Chuck. Great to join you again, Mariette. So Chuck and I today, we're speaking with two individuals. So first of all, we have Jean-Marc Arroy, who is the CEO and owner with his wife Giselle of Macmore Industries, and Arthur or Art Arroy, who is the president of Macmore Industries. Welcome, Jean-Marc and Art. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the invitation. Always a pleasure. So let's start with Art. Maybe you can describe a little bit uh, the company Macmore. Who, who are you? Where are you located? What, what kind of products do you have? Uh, well, we're located in five locations. We are in Winnipeg, Winkler, Brandon, Swift Current, and Edmonton. Um, what we do for our business is uh, we sell PPE products, so anything for hand sanitizer, gloves, boots, glo- uh, face masks, and we also get into overhead lifting. Um, so anything you see underneath cranes for lifting, we make all that custom product in-house. And we also get into janitorial products, so pretty much any product that businesses need to keep going in these times, we're, we're, we're there for them. So none of our business has really changed with that so far. Yeah, no kidding. So the business started in 1920 by a couple of engineers. Do you want to talk a little bit about the the background of of the company? I think Jean-Marc has a little bit better background from that point of view, but it started in 1925. So it was actually started by my predecessor's father, which was uh, Mr. I believe was Roland Morton, but I'm not sure of his first name. And then he had a partner, Mr. McKay. So the company originally was called McKay Morton. Uh-huh. And they started as engineers working for Manitoba Hydro as consultants for overhead tanks and so on and so forth. So, unfortunately, they ran into the dirty 30s and the, and the re- depression. So at that time, uh, Mr. Mackay decided to get out of town and basically go and set up the same type of business in, in Vancouver somewhere. Uh, so basically, through those times... Uh, they kind of redeveloped themselves and they became manufacturer's agents for Pirelli cables, Iberville fittings for all of Western Canada as a stocking wholesale distribution warehouse. So basically a lot of the cables and all the mines and whatever was kind of set up back in those years was basically all funneled through us for those two companies. You know, building on the history, um, who would you know who would your typical customers be? Um, talk a little bit about some of the markets that you would reach into. Well, we're very big into the uh, the pork producing and uh, our food processing plants. We're into all kind of levels of manufacturing. We're into all levels of mining. We're all into all levels of pulp and paper mills, which is much in a decline. We're into the oil patch. Uh, we're very heavy into the construction trades, like road constructions or building constructions, like Boxstall and those types of companies. Um, there really isn't something that I can't sell to somebody from their product mix, from toilet tissue to hand wipes to, to whatever. So um, like one facet of our industry is also the industrial trade, which is a smaller portion, but that has all the tools, the shovels, the fire extinguishers, the ladders, all of the other stuff that's needed for people to do their, to work in their workplaces. So like power tools and so on and so forth. So, okay. So, so art, so 12 weeks ago, COVID-19 hits and uh, obviously as a company that uh, produce or provides PPE equipment, uh, this must have had a substantial change in your business model, I'm guessing. It sure, it did very much actually. It's uh, the biggest thing that we were faced with 
was our supply chain was failing us. We weren't able to get any supplies. So we were, Jean-Marc and I were on the phone like crazy trying to source anything that we could do. And we brought in some containers from China and we were able to still keep our, our customers going because the big demand was for masks and hand sanitizer. And we were able to fill all the voids. And do you see that as the biggest challenge really is that supply chain for your company moving forward in terms of being able to access the goods and, and services that, you know, your clients are looking for? It's it's still going to be a really big challenge going forward. Um, our biggest suppliers like Honeywell and 3M are just telling us we're not going to get products. So we've had to start relationships with new people and going forward, it's going to be a different kind of province for product for us because we're not going to have going forward. It's all these companies are going to make a big change to this and they're not going to change back to what they were using before. So it's different landscape for sure. Yeah, no kidding. I, but I'm listening to you and uh, Chuck and I have heard this, uh, you know, quite a bit about the supply chain uh, disruption. So you, you participated in the trade accelerator program from the world trade center uh, two years ago or so. Yes. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. And um, you had a plan then that you had developed, and I'm just wondering if that plan has been disrupted as much as your supply chain has been disrupted lately, or are you still kind of uh, focusing on what you had in mind then? I'm just curious to see. Uh, I, I think our focus is still the same thing. It's uh, it's just we're selling, we're still selling masks and hand sanitizer. It's just different product lines, so it's uh, it's still the same stuff. It's just from different people. And are you looking at different markets per se, like uh, outside of, you know, outside again of Manitoba and, and the places you're already present or outside of Canada? Is that a potential for you? Um, outside of Canada, not just yet, but uh, okay. we are looking to grow and have more locations across Western Canada for, for the next little while anyway. Jean-Marc, a lot of the businesses that we've been talking to over the course of the uh, podcast that we've been doing, I've talked a lot about the pivots that they've had to make uh, with the changing of COVID-19. Your company hasn't necessarily had to make so much of a pivot, but it's really had to increase in terms of what it does. So it's more ramping up. Talk a little bit about what that looks like for your company. Well, at the end of the day, unfortunately, we're in the right type of business for catastrophes. Um, So we basically... We're in the right field and we just kind of took off of this thing, looking at what can we do to make sure that we maintain our supply base and chain supply for our customers, such as High Life and some of the bigger ones that we have in in our areas here. Uh, Their demand has increased tremendously, all of them from the mining corporations to uh, pulp and paper camps to um, the construction industry, who's just kind of getting going now. Uh, It's been difficult for a lot of them because there's been no direction or concrete direction from the governments on what they need to do for their own for their own businesses. But our increase in uh, just the PPE side of thing has been tremendous, like just about times two of what it was April and May of the previous year. And uh, so big, because of our chain supply being so limited on what we're getting, and what we call it all the Trump factor because you didn't allow these companies to actually bring the goods into Canada. So we've actually searched for stuff offshore from, from China, from Malaysia, from different countries. And we've been able to fly a bunch of product in to be able to make sure we sustain our, our chain supply for our, our own customers. But that being said, uh, sometimes our competitors have been slow to react maybe because they're bigger firms, I'm not sure. But we've been able to actually maintain and can gain new business in those sectors where we previously weren't. 
So we talked about maybe getting into the Alberta, not the Alberta, the Ontario and uh, Quebec markets where people are in need of all those supplies. But we're afraid to just kind of forget about going about the quick, easy dollar and really try to maintain our customer base in Manitoba and Saskatchewan and also in Edmonton so that we can maintain that business because those customers have been pretty loyal to us over the years and we wanted to make sure we could still sustain them, sustain their product, their product flow. So at the end of the day, I think we made the right direction for ourselves. We've had very few layoffs, only one in Winnipeg, and it was kind of on our industrial side where we're actually probably down about 30%, but the PPE side has really propped everything up to the point where we're actually in a good financial state, and uh, and we thank our customers for, for staying with us and being patient with us. Yeah, I feel very confident, Jean-Marc, listening to you and, and Arthur, that um, the the decision of uh, growing your customer base, of expanding your own customer base and treating your present clients with uh, priority is going to be good in the long run. And I'm very confident about that. So thank you so much for taking the time talking to us today. And, and I wish you the most success and continue uh, being present for the, the clients that very much need Mac more uh, today. Thanks, gentlemen.